0: Welcome to The Messy Path, a podcast where we navigate through the mess of personal, spiritual, and relationship growth. I'm Ariel, a rapid transformational therapist.
1: And I'm Whitney, an intuitive relationship coach. Join us as we discuss the beauty in the mess of our lives. All right, so this is part two of um, the 35 lessons I have learned in my 35 years of life so far. Um, So we're gonna dive back in and I hope you all enjoy it and um, stick around to the end. We wanna hear what you guys have learned in your lifetimes um, and what resonates here um, and all that good stuff. So let's get back into it. Um, Okay, number 18 is give thanks for each relationship, even if they end in flames. You learned and needed some aspect of that experience.
0: Like, I think one of the most important, like, relationship advice is, like, literally ever.
1: hmm Like, it's just, you, you are always learning, and your judgment about how something ended or why something ended or whatever sometimes isn't needed. Like, it's okay if you're on divorce number three. You learn something you needed to go through this journey. Like it's okay. If you're still never married, if you haven't even dated anybody, because there's a block every time that something starts up, like that's okay. Cause you're learning and you're growing and you're doing something on this journey. So don't, don't fucking judge yourself about it. Like just allow, allow an openness to what the message could be.
0: mhm uh, yeah. Yes. And I think it's like, if you look at a relationship and didn't learn anything about yourself, about mm-hmm. humanity, about your needs, wants, and desires, about how to treat people, about, mm-hmm. you know, external and internal, you know, growth. If you haven't learned anything from that relationship, what, whatever capacity that relationship was in, mm-hmm. you will repeat it. Mm-hmm. You will repeat it so yep. yep this is where it will sh- it will keep showing up until yep. your soul thinks that you've integrated that lesson in some way exactly so, this is when the the universe's infinite uh, patience is just so patient very trying for humans it is <laughs> so and this is also like maybe a good time
1: where you invite somebody in on the journey with you like this is a mm-hmm. good time for rtt this is a good time for coaching like this is mm-hmm. a time to branch out to so yep. if
0: you're if you're hey i'm like, repeating this pattern yeah and i don't get it and yep. i'm in my own twilight zone and i need yep. to to out of now it. yeah mm-hmm. um, which in itself is stepping out of the cycle
1: Oh, hundred percent. yeah exactly like you're yeah breaking a pattern doesn't mean all of a sudden you're in some montage in a movie where you're totally different and you have a different haircut and a whole different mm-hmm. life like breaking a pattern is hard and it takes time and it it you still show up as your old self because that's all you've known until all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like oh my god I grew wings why am I crawling mm-hmm. around I have wings now mm-hmm. um, and that's another beauty of like coaching and RTT and the work that Ariel and I do is like we help show you your wings mm-hmm. like honey start flapping because you're gonna take off um okay number 19 um enter every situation with a beginner's mind even if it's something you're an expert in there's always more to learn like always 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 um and the more that you can show up with a beginner's mind the more joy you will have um i think about this as like in soul when the the little soul i forget her number um goes into um joe's body And is like noticing the taste of pizza for the first time. And is noticing like the whirly gigs falling out of the trees. Like that's a beginner's mind. That's, Mm -hmm. oh wow, this is really cool. Like this is, this blanket's really warm and toasty. Or this perfume smells so beautiful. Or whatever little thing like that. You know, you, you can bring that mindset to anything. You can show up at your job that you've worked in for 10 years. And say, oh, okay, that's why we send this report at this time of month and i appreciate that this report exists and it conveys this information instead of being like oh god it's the first monday of the month and i got to pull this report again like what's the why behind it
0: mm-hmm. find
1: the excitement in the reason that it was created and maybe the reason is antiquated and you don't need to generate that report anymore and then you can level that up to your boss and like take some mm-hmm. crap work off your- you know like a beginner's mindset is so opening so key into that as much as you can Um, let's see 20 learn how to feel your feelings without becoming them there is a big difference (laughs) (laughs) so feel into the feeling ask why you're angry ask why you're sad allow it to wave over you however it physically expresses itself in your body and release it you don't I think that that ideas. needs to be
0: like a card given to every like empath baby mm-hmm. like always like that is like that's hitting me even like right now like that's why oh. I laughed <laughs> I'm like yes like that's a good way of saying that it's like yeah you're, yeah Yeah. Just feel it. Absolutely feel it. Like if it makes you want to punch something, go find a pillow and punch it. If it makes
1: you want to scream, go scream. Makes you want to sob on the floor uncontrollably, sob on the floor uncontrollably. Then take a deep breath and say, cool. I expressed that. Mm -hmm. Just like it waves over you, it can ebb away. You Mm -hmm. know, like when you're in the car and all of a sudden you just are bawling, it can just as easily ebb back because you've had the expression of it and it's when you try to force yourself to be angry for a whole fucking day because you stub your toe at six o'clock in the morning on your way to the shower you don't have to be in that energy Mm -hmm. you can yeah curse it you know kiss your toe feel angry about it and then move on Mm -hmm. Greg is really good at this and it's frustrating to me because it still takes me like a good half hour to 45 minutes to, to reconcile that I had a feeling (laughs) like, it's like, I'll feel it and and sit in it and be it and express it. But then it takes me longer to shift gears back out of it. Greg is so good at being like angry or sad. And then he expresses it to its fullest. And then he's like, okay,
0: what do you want for dinner? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, but it's also like, okay, that you need more time space, like around that for sure. And I think giving yourself that kind of like grace mm-hmm. and it's like that's really good to recognize and also that things are going to stay with you for for varied times mm-hmm. as well. Oh, totally. Um, and and how that's going to shift in process as you go through all those levels. Absolutely. Um, but I think that this is such an important message, you know, for empaths because we associate to our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, which aren't just our feelings, right? Which are everyone else's feelings. Yeah. Um, but also to the, so many people who numb their feelings mm-hmm. that um, who aren't feeling it. And it, as a really good way of saying like, hey, you know what? You don't have to get stuck because you felt something. You're actually more stuck because you're numbing that feeling. And exactly. That's such a big um, awakening.
1: And you don't have to think through your feelings. This is something like my brother and I talk about a lot because he's such a logical like reasoning person. Um, he goes right into why am I having this feeling and this feeling is weird and the, like the logicking through the feeling. You don't even have to do that. You can just be like, wow, I feel sad and my heart feels heavy and period, stop. You don't have to ask why, you don't have to understand the the how You can just be like, I feel sad today.
0: Well, and oftentimes like in RTT, when we go back to the root of people's issues, it doesn't make sense to their adult logic mind. And I'm like, yeah, right. So we can get rid of this. Yeah, It it proves to your mind self that you don't need to hold that any longer than you need to feel it. Exactly. I I love that. Um,
1: Okay, 21- know that you will never have the same conversation twice everyone in your life is always changing as are you so this is a really good reminder for those beautiful loving souls that are in our lives to teach us lessons and generally incarnate as a family member that we can't just like leave at the side of the road and move on from you know when you are having um like I think about my relationship with my mom, like we have a lot of beautiful connection. We also have a lot of like, like clashing. And in that I have become more understanding and more open and more accepting when I realize that my mom is constantly changing and she Mm -hmm. is seeing me in an incarnation of myself that I may, may not currently be. So she might be having a conversation with the Whitney that I was at 21, not the Whitney that I am at 35, because that's how she's holding me. And mm-hmm. I might be having a conversation with my mom as the woman she was when she was 52 instead of now at 62, because that's how I hold her. Mm-hmm. So the sooner you can realize that the conversations you are having need to be had in this present moment and not with the expectation from the past. hmm the more you free yourself up in that relationship up for actual growth and deeper connection.
0: Uh, it's such a practical, like example of one of my favorite quotes, which is you can never step twice into the same river mm-hmm. because um, when you step again, neither you nor the river are the same. Exactly. And, and but what a, a great way to connect that to you know real people and mm-hmm. where you are. And again, bringing yourself forward and reflecting in yourself that you have grown since then yeah exactly
1: yeah and and this isn't easy like i by no means have this mastered but knowing it again like 80 percent of the battle now it's exercising it
0: yeah um so
1: i think that's such a
0: good key is that we hold ourselves in such like strict Regard like okay, well I okay I know this now. Now I have mm. to do it all the time, or that that's an expectation yeah. for coaches and healers and mm-hmm. and people who are saying this. And it's like no, this is now an exercise that I'm also participating in. Right?
1: Exactly. And yeah, you're not gonna have one hundred percent success because that's not how the world works. Um, okay, number twenty two, change may feel foreign, but it can end up being the most comforting feeling.
0: So many things like we, I'm just, you pause. So I'm (laughs) going to talk like it immediately went to one of my favorite Marissa peer quotes, which is about making the unfamiliar familiar. Mm. And that's what our transformational journey is all about is making the unfamiliar familiar. Mm -hmm. So if good, supportive, healthy, loving relationship is unfamiliar to you, it's going to feel very unfamiliar to you Mm -hmm. until you have reprogrammed yourself and transformed that belief and issue and feeling to make that good relationship feel familiar instead and push away the bad relationship so that that feels unfamiliar, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's that that turning, right? That transitioning Um, and the aspect about the change, we've already decided we're doing a whole podcast about How we are actually always changing. Yes. And so change is familiar to us, but it feels unfamiliar because we don't know what the change is. Exactly.
1: And And, so, yeah. And even in change, it changes. Like it's the only constant. So, Mm -hmm. a great example is me taking this new job. Why the hell would I change when I'm not uncomfortable? Because Mm -hmm. up until this point, I only changed jobs when I knew I had to, when Mm -hmm. it was like, this is unsustainable. I hate this. I'm sick. Or, oh my God, the best other job popped up and I have to take that. This was really, in my heart, a toss-up. It's like, yeah, I could totally continue at camp. I could also go totally check out this new path. Change felt different, but it also was familiar enough for me to follow it, if that makes sense, because it was led by my intuition. So get comfortable with change because it's it can actually be fun. And the more you resist it, the more painful it's gonna fucking be. So mm-hmm. just lean in. Um, okay, number 23, even on your darkest days, you are never alone. One of the other 7 billion people on this planet is feeling the same thing you are in their own life. You are not the only one to feel desperate for finding connection. You are not the only one to feel sad and question the choice you just made in your career you are not the only one to feel what it feels like to lose somebody or or to gain somebody or to be a new mother and and be totally out of your element and being like holy shit, i created this soul and it's in a human form and now it's here and i have to keep it alive like there are other people feeling very similar if not the exact same thing you're feeling right now so
0: I, I love that you went to another human because I was like, yes, you're always connected to divinity. Like mm-hmm. this is what your nature brings to you, like to, or that breath and time by yourself. It's yeah. like, you're always connected through the oversoul to, to everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's breathing in through that time of connection and is what saves your, your dis, disconnection, which mm-hmm. is isolation.
1: Absolutely. Um, Okay, number 24, kind of building on the last one. The fears that you have are not unique. They can be overcome. They're a guidepost of where you're ready to expand to next. So we're, we're human. Like we have basically a handful of types of fear that we feel and it just incarnates slightly differently. Like fear of abandonment when you're a kid, looks like your mom not coming to pick you up on time, looks like your partner, you know, leaving you as an adult. Like it's fear is fear is fear. And it can all be overcome. And generally the thing you fear the most is the thing you need to tune into the most right now. Um, And I promise you, it's not going to be scary. I promise you, it's going to be like being a little kid and scared of something under your bed. And then your parent comes in and shines a flashlight down there. And you see that it's like the stuffed animal you forgot you had six months ago. Like, that's it. Fear is always the buildup of, of false expectations in your mind and rarely the actual experience of the thing that you're fearful of. So I'm going to just mic drop that one there. <laughs> um, 25, learn a different language. It will help you see differently in daily life. It, I don't what mean
0: language. Like, do you speak? Um, the language not,
1: speak? not fluently. Um, I speak French a little, oh, a okay. little bit. Um, I un peu, huh? on po Um yeah, I took it in high school and in college. And I love it. And it makes me think differently because like mm-hmm. the the phrases are different. So even if you don't like learn a full language to fluency or even like half fluency, go look up idioms in different languages and and translate them From into your language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's it's fucking brilliant how people have like put, you know
0: there's also like a bunch of of um like reels and instagrams and stuff like Mm -hmm. about people doing this now too who are translating and so you can even just do it like in a fun way yeah um where my my friend has lived um often in france Mm. and so um but she's back in the states and Um, so she follows people and it gets such a kick out of like the diff, you know, doing the different hats and explaining what they all mean or Mm -hmm. picking up something that sounds like not the same thing. You know, if you would say it in, if you would say it to an English speaking person, it sounds like a different word and it's not a cognate. It sounds like it's a cognate, but it is not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And just having fun with it or or the different translations and things. So it, yeah. you can even just have fun with it and look up language is in that way too. Oh, 100%. And I,
1: I of course I'm gonna fuck this up. Um, I think it was Assyrian is the language. It was it was a guy on TikTok who like speaks multiple languages and he grew up speaking this language with his grandparents. And it's he was like, here are some really cute things that we say that when you translate them into English, It sounds fucking terrifying. We sound Mm. terrifying. So there's a phrase that they have that you say to someone who's like much younger than you, like a baby or a toddler, that's just like, oh, you're so cute. I could just like eat you up. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm going to eat your heart. You're cute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, huh. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. But that's how, but that's like love. It's like, oh my God, your heart. Like, I just like your heart is so cute and pure and innocent. Like, it's beautiful. And that's like, the indirect translation, mm-hmm. but the direct um, translation is NPR's
0: un-ageable. NPR's Away with Words. I love um, Away with Words. Has yeah. you know, even just learning it in in that way of listening to their different mm-hmm. translations. I know that they, they did one similar to that about like the different um, phrases that people have, um, and like German phrases are all about sausages. Yeah, so instead of saying <laughs> like I. I'll eat your heart. They'd be like, um, I want to give you sausages. Like, it, like <laughs> yeah. all of them, it was like for real, like all of them were about sausages and oh, that's it was hilarious. so funny. Um, but yeah, even just listening to something like Away With Words mm-hmm. from NPR is, totally. is a great way of just like expanding our, our perspectives.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, 26 is study other religions and beliefs than the one that you were raised with it will show you that all humans are looking for the same comfort and support. Like it, you, when you boil it all down, it's the golden rule. And it's, there's a big something in the sky that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable being here, having this experience mm-hmm. and whether you're totally agnostic or atheist or whatever, like sometimes you just need a good bedtime story. And I think a lot of what religion is, is reinterpreted, sometimes misinterpreted, ancient stories that helped us reckon with our beings in this giant fucking universe. Mm-hmm. We were just looking up at the stars and saying, what the fuck? Like one just I went know. racing
0: across the sky. And like who people are holding in high esteem and why, mm-hmm. and why they're there, that's different or not different. Um, and why are, and it makes you also think, why are those other people excluded Mm-hmm. like from this other thing mm-hmm. and included so highly in, mm-hmm. in this part. Right. Yeah. Um, but when we look at our cultures and think that, you know, 50, six, yeah, 50, even years ago that we didn't have the type of, you know, let's say tower of Babel, right. Connection that we do now yeah. um, where everybody was disconnected from each other and you had to lean on your own information that there wasn't an ease of global communication as we have now um, that really highlights everyone seeing all of those things.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, take, take
1: comfort in knowing that we're all on this path and we're all like finding our way to justify ourselves in our experience. Like, that's what a lot of religion is. Um, and not all, and I think, Two, the more you expand and understand other religions, like I just learned this about Judaism, um, thanks TikTok for me following
0: some rabbis. Um, also, because yeah. we're in the Hanukkah time, also like right now we're in as Hanukkah we're time.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, they, in their rules and in their truths, nothing about their truths requires them to judge other people who may not be living by the truths they hold as Jews. So when you take on the Jewish faith or are born into the Jewish faith and to choose to practice, you start living your life by the commandments and by the truths of which the Jewish faith holds. Nothing in Judaism says you need to project that faith to others and convince others to live it or to project that faith and judge others based on your faith. And I think that that is something we can all learn from to maybe, I don't know, reincorporate (laughs) because you don't you having a choice in your belief does not mean that it is us against them and that is something that is increasingly becoming a reality
0: in the world that we live in especially here in america it and makes a Christ. lot of sense why all the crusades were done you know the, against the, the Jews. jewish people never let a crusade right, right? because that's, that's right. what it is about and yeah. also just like side note about crusades like no one wants to join you when you're murdering their people like that's not really the right approach Just yeah <laughs> no yet, judgment here we are. no judgment but maybe killing right. people isn't really the best way to win the same people over that's onto your side Real <clears throat> history
1: <laughs> oh my god so true um okay so that's uh, that is 26. 27. Do not be afraid to change midstream. Sometimes you have to explore something to realize it's not for you. Hello, my entire career. Oh, my God, career. your
0: engagement. Yeah. Oh, my God, my engagement. My what did you say? Because I said it at the same time. Oh,
1: my college <laughs> career.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: I, I went in, I got, I chose the school I chose for outdoor rec management. By the time oh I got Oh, my God, that also sounds great for you. Oh, it, yeah. it, don't worry. I circled back. I chose it because of that. I ended up entering as a psych major. I was a psych major for my whole first year. Then I switched to poli-sci. Then I switched to outdoor rec. Then I switched to communications and ended up minoring in outdoor rec. It, you, you gotta explore shit.
0: You gotta mm-hmm. explore relationships. Mm-hmm. Like
1: That's the other thing with dating. Oh my God, when I talk to some clients, you're dating to explore the person in the relationship to see if it's a good fit. Mm -hmm. It might take you three weeks to figure out it's a bad fit. It might take you three
0: years. So like historically you would, let's, let's look at how people got married before, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't live together for five years and then be engaged for two years and then, you know, get married after that and you were dating for, you know, two years before living with each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You lived in the same town, you already knew each other, you decided to go on a date with each other, it was probably accompanied by an adult that wasn't your relative, or, and then you went on that date, and then you decided to, to talk about getting married, which was your Mm -hmm. engagement, right? Yeah. So however, this breaks down, right? But it was like, when people got engaged is when they talked about what their married life would be like, Mm -hmm. not just planning their wedding, which Mm -hmm. is how it translates to now. You've already hopefully talked about getting engaged. Mm -hmm. Well, talked about getting married Married. before you got engaged. And now your engagement time, it it overtly focuses on just the planning of your wedding, Mm -hmm. instead of it encapsulating the time where you're really talking about what your married life is like, correct. And so as we've, for better or worse, been breaking down these different, Mm -hmm. you know, concepts, Mm -hmm. um, and, and segmenting them in, in different ways, we've lost that kind of stream. So the engagement used to be the time to focus on what would our married life look like? It was still part of a decision process and wasn't necessarily this big thing to disengage because that's what you're talking about this is now when you get to decide what you're pursuing or not with it Mm -hmm. and of course the emphasis was on your marriage and not a a wedding time right but as we've evolved things have evolved um but it's like yes where are you talking about that in that process exactly um all right so then, 28- And I think your engagement of saying like, yes to your former engagement is the perfect example of that too. Just like your college thing, I'm oh, saying like, you needed to say yes to feel like what that was like in that. Yes. And yep. what that time was like and what that planning was like, as we've, there's so many, we've done other episodes like about this. So specifically, yeah. um, but it's so, it's such a good example of, of going all in with it. And much like another, the jobs, right? The yeah. jobs that we've had. Exactly. Where it's like, we've thought this was a dream job. I've thought it was a dream job. I thought this was, maybe it's, you thought it's where you want to live or where you can yeah. see your Chicago apartment. Is oh my God. A great example. Yeah. Of that, right. Yeah. When you got that beautiful Chicago apartment mm-hmm. and then you're like, yeah, I thought this was right. It's not. Yeah. But you wouldn't have known that had if you, you not experience. gone all in on it.
1: Exactly. And so that like, This is another reason why the whole like multi-purpose life, you don't have to have one purpose. If I was still forcing myself to live in Chicago and just like vacation to the woods, I would be so fucking unhappy. I guarantee you I'd be Mm -hmm. drinking heavier. I'd probably be on a higher dose of the antidepressant I'm on. Like you don't have to force yourself to do these things because you said when you were fucking 20, that this was my Mm -hmm. dream life. Yeah. Things change. Like do not force yourself to live the life you were building for yourself when you had
0: less experience and less knowledge and less everything people get divorced and marry and remarry the same person yes yes because you go need through it to it. Yeah. like go through the whole process right exactly. like what you know whatever that it, journey is going to look like exactly okay. Um, okay. 20 it's, the, it's the halfway in one step. Yes. <laughs> it is know? the halfway in one like, step. Yep. And um, then you're was our 51st episode. Yes. It was halfway in one step, our 51st episode, where it's like, yes, sometimes you don't know until you get that far into exactly. it. Exactly. Um, and sometimes you don't know until you get all the way, quote unquote, to the destination. Yeah. Um, before you know or not that that's what's right for you.
1: Yeah. And you're taking, you're totally on number 28 already. Um so 28 is push yourself to go further than you thought you you could. There's always enough energy for one or two more steps on the path.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally is the 50. Like, yes, step. the 50
1: step. Like you, as you're thinking of changing or of moving in a different direction, ask yourself why, like, is it because you're just uncomfortable and you don't like pushing yourself hard and you want to get back in your comfort zone, or is it because you really know you've, Tested it far enough, and you're ready to change. So it's like I look at it from a hiking perspective, where you you're hiking, and maybe with the goal to like get to the top of a, a mountain, and you get halfway up, and you're like, God damn it, this is really hard. Like maybe I'll just take lunch here on this cute little rock, and like the view's good enough here. Like yes, it is, but do you have enough energy to go two more steps and like? go towards that original goal you set for yourself or are you realizing that that original goal isn't what you want and there's thunderstorms moving in and you're getting blisters and it's just time to turn around
0: or is the rest what you needed to get yep. the energy right yes. to regroup the energy of yep. fulfilling yourself and doing it at your pace because there are no timelines right all yep. the things that we've learned in the mm-hmm. previous twenty-eight lines Yep. and and the rest is what you needed right then and it exactly. was the right thing and maybe it was the right thing to see that that there was a thunderstorm coming and you need to move down now whereas mm-hmm. you just kept pressing along you wouldn't have noticed exactly or it was the right time that sure. you needed to to take another drink of water to look at the view appreciate yep. where you are at the mountain right then and then continue on mm-hmm. yeah all the things all the things Messy path journey. Yes. Growing and moving. No top to the mountain. (laughs) Yep.
1: It just keeps growing with you. Um,
0: All right. Number 29, find a belief,
1: practice, or a place that brings you comfort and use it often. So whether it's a faith or a physical practice, a mental practice, um, a physical place, like a friend, a friend. Yeah. Like just just allow yourself that tool and use it as much as possible, um, because having that tool um, is going to give you so much gratitude and and so much ability to to check in differently, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like to 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 take that break on the path, you know. Mm-hmm. That tool is that break on the path. So. Find it and love it and use it and then allow it to change. Because for, for me, it was meditation for like four years straight. My tool is meditation. And now it's breathing and doing other things and, you know, finding a new tool. Um, let's see, number 30, don't hide what you're truly feeling. You'll regret not being real with someone more than you'll ever regret losing face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this was like a big one for me professionally
0: this because just like in all caps, like communication <laughs> yes. is important. Exactly.
1: <laughs> like I can't tell you how many times I didn't speak my truth in my professional life, and then felt like I was just a a sham, you know, because I wasn't. I was doing things that I didn't agree with, or I felt like the people I worked with didn't understand me, or you know, whatever that might be. And it, at least for me, is way more fulfilling and honoring of my truth to live my morals and my truth out loud, even if it, like, risks or disrupts my professional career. So, like, I um, at the job I'm leaving have been very vocal about the issues that are happening in the community that I live in around housing insecurity. I live in a, I live in the wealthiest County in America. The wealth divide is the largest it is with any, like anywhere else in America. Um, and it's really harming people. Um, you know, Greg just sent me this morning, a text of a house that's for rent with four bedrooms and four bathrooms and it's $12,500 a month. I don't care if you sleep eight people in that house, that rent is atrocious and a a regular person could not afford that. And so I'm very vocal in, I believe everyone has the right to a home and an affordable home. And in my vocalness of that, I disturbed some people that I reported to on my board and they felt uncomfortable and they were offended by the beliefs I hold. Thank you very much universe for allowing me to live my truth and see where Mm -hmm. it's not being reflected and respected and understood, and I'm gonna continue on. Like, it doesn't mean that that's that's not the reason I left this job, but it was a really big sign to me that if I'm going to live my whole truth, it's gonna be harder in this place than it might be in another location. And it is always more fulfilling to live your truth and to speak your feelings out loud instead of putting on a mask Because as you put on a mask, you only have to keep reapplying that mask. And it only gets then harder and harder to identify what your truth is. And then all of a sudden you're floating out in space, feeling totally ungrounded and scared because you don't know what your reality is.
0: And I think as a verbal processor myself, so someone who actively does what you're suggesting all the time, um, is that it's really, yeah, it is really scary. You do feel really vulnerable to speak your truth and your feelings when you think that it's not reciprocated at Mm -hmm. that level, but you also won't know and you won't progress further than where you think the situation is if you don't acknowledge that. Exactly. Um, And also that you're not standing on a mountain of solid, rock all Mm -hmm. the time when you're speaking your feelings Mm -hmm. right when you're sharing your feelings your emotions your thoughts your beliefs those are all part of your growth journey now some of those might be more entrenched or ingrained or solid than others Mm -hmm. but some of them more likely than not there should be some type of level of growth Mm -hmm. that you're experiencing through them Mm -hmm. Amen. And being able to talk about them, to share that and listen, right? Listen to those responses Mm -hmm. is what can foster growth one way or another. It might Mm -hmm. make you more into that belief, right, Whitney? Hearing the people be like, oh, I don't think people should have affordable housing. Only millionaires should live here. And by millionaires, I mean patrillion billionaires and cast away those those measly millionaires, yeah. And then you're like, are you kidding? Maybe I don't need to live here. Like mm-hmm. whatever it might be, mm-hmm. like um, that might've sent you further into your belief structure. Yeah. Or it might've let you think, why are they feeling that way? Mm-hmm. This is a situation where I think it's just going to lead you more into feeling into your feel- belief, belief structure. About it. Yeah. Um, but circling back to, you know, talking to my partner about getting married. Mm -hmm. it was extremely vulnerable feeling for me to say, I do want to be married. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to be married, what does that mean for our future? Because this is a value that I'm going to stay holding onto. But in that, I, again, like really explored what does being married mean to me? Mm -hmm. What does that ritual mean to me? And Mm -hmm. I did my own, you know, exploration and self-journey, but I also really actively talked to my partner about it. And yeah. that did feel really scary because I was shaking the status quo of us not talking about it and not being married mm-hmm. and not approaching being married, mm-hmm. right? But it's where I wanted to approach <clears throat> and move to and and grow toward.
1: Exactly.
0: And if we hadn't had the conversations that we had, And I didn't do the self-work that I did. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we would be in the place we are now. Mm -hmm. And resentment would have fostered on my end. And that doubt would have overtaken my my feelings more likely than not, right? Because I wouldn't have been doing that growth journey of saying, this is why it's important to me. This is where your, you know, here's where your hangups are, right? Having him express those. What does that mean to him? What are his fears in it? What are, what is the reasons that he is being apprehensive? What would our relationship look like as a marriage? Um, Being able to work through all of those things Mm -hmm. instead of um, just feeling, I could have just easily felt really hurt. And like, what, what what would I say? The well, he must not be my soulmate because my soulmate would want to Wouldn't, marry me. Exactly. And I would have just shut, shut, shut down, down the whole relation yeah. and left. And I, if I hadn't articulated, well, it's because I want to get married.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you very clearly said you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, progress the conversation any further than that. Yeah. There would have I could have picked up any myriad of smaller issues along the way to just prove why the relationship needed to end right now. But that was a big enough reason right there. And for many people it is. Yep. Amen. The saddest moment for me in every, you know, movie, TV show, especially movies though, that Mm. people separate because they're not talking to each other is the the saddest moments for me oh and for sure. i find myself yelling at the television it didn't have to be like this <laughs> why didn't you just talk to each other yeah a star is born are you kidding me i was bawling my oh, eyes out for oh. like a day after that I I, got. I get goosebumps. You could have just. I'm like, I'm never watching this ever again. And it was such a beautiful. Their singing together was great. All this stuff, and I'm like, knowing how this ends, where you could have just talked to each other, said, "Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what this asshole said to us. Who's ruining our lives, and how that's playing out, and been open and honest." And it's like when we say that open communication is the rock bed of mm-hmm. all relationships that means all relationships mm-hmm. your, job, your your parents right your mm-hmm. um, your children your especially romantic relationships. oh for sure but all in all the most important relationship if communication is the yep. one that we have with ourselves and 100%. that is so much what you and I help to uplift in people in, right? The, the whole NLP, you know, aspect of RTT that, that I do is mm-hmm. reframing those beliefs, reframing how we, we talk to ourselves inside of our head um, and coaching. How are we implementing those new beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. How are we integrating those new phrases? How are we returning those phrases? Uh, you know, releasing as we, as you said earlier, in journaling out your fears and making them go away Mm -hmm. that's what happens as we talk things through so yes exactly proponent for verbal processing it is always the verbal the the processing way to go if you ask me Mm -hmm. my partner is not a verbal processor and I and I just am very I have learned a lot of it has taught me to learn a lot of patience Mm -hmm. and so that is fine but I have also Gotten him to express his feelings by showing him how I can express mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and it's like, yes, so I know he needs the space, but I'm not gonna just leave him in space. I'm going yeah. to say this is how I'm feeling. This is mm-hmm. how I'm feeling when you're not saying anything back to me. Yeah, right. All of the things, All- right? Because the void of communication foster's feelings <laughs> and, <laughs> oh totally yeah and you like, need... yes. And yeah so it's it's allowing yourself
1: to to be in your truth because when you operate from a fear of losing face what face are you afraid of losing because you're either going to lose the societal face of like oh she's kind of a mess or you're going to lose yourself so you pick yeah you can either be a fucking barbie with a face painted on that looks really good from the outside and everything's perfect or you can, and you're rotting on the inside or you can live your genuine truth and your mascara might be running, but who fucking cares? Like who fucking cares? Live the truth, speak the truth and let the chips fall where they may because as long as you are processing and communicating authentically, you will be in a happier place than if you are faking it till you make it you know, sweet Lord,
0: because what essentially happens when you're not living in your truth of your feelings and of the situation, you are going to foster resentment mm-hmm. and it's going to feel like a resentment against someone else, but it really is a resentment against yourself. Exactly. For not speaking and living in your feelings. Exactly.
1: Amen. All right. Um, let's see. Number 30, one, one, I think, yeah. Um, there is no external person, place, or thing that will ever fill the hole of love. You must love yourself first and create things you love in your life. Like, hallelujah. Yes. This goes back to the whole like external goals set by other people and societal expectations. If you are just doing it because you think once I get there, then I will be happy, you will Perpetually be on a hamster wheel of unhappiness and chasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not, it's not fucking worth it. It's not fucking worth it.
0: There's such a, a message which I'm not surprised about of your self journey reflecting into your external journey. Oh, and sure. of course. Like I'm not surprised by this at all. But it's like your, you know, it's like oh well, how do you learn to love yourself? And it's like well, take your time and your vacation. Mm-hmm. Plot out the day of your joy. Find your purpose that's all true and authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, express your feelings as you feel them, right? Be mm-hmm. living in your truth. This is the way to love yourself. And knowing that that's not a rigid, stagnant thing, mm-hmm. but it is a, a a messy path, right? I love that that's Desire podcasting podcast and I just love it all the time. It's, it comes it's up perfect. into my words, and I'm like what's the best word to say this? And I was like, well, you might as well just say messy path because yep. that's <laughs> <it> <laughs> what is it is. on brand for a reason. It just continues <laughs> right to prove itself, <laughs> yes. to prove it's truth. <laughs> yes, it is
1: it is. It 100% truth. So yeah, learn, learn to love yourself. Learn to create the things that you love. Um, if you're an aesthetic person that wants to live in a homey place and you live in like a utilitarian white box, Go buy some paint, go buy some paint, go buy Mm -hmm. some velvet fabric, go buy some mood lighting, make the thing that you love. And this goes for every part of your life. Make the career that you love, make your workspace, a space that you love, make, you know, whatever it is that's outside of you, fill it with your love and your expression and then watch Mm it, watch the universe take a cue from you because that's what the universe is looking for. It wants direction. It's not, just mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it will just continue to feed you shit. And like, you know, every five times it might like hit the spot for you, but you need to show the universe. This is what I want. This is what I want. And I'm going to create it too. And then that gives that momentum for the universe to be like, Oh yeah. And here's this thing. And here's that thing. And here's this, you know, adorable tea set you are looking for so that you can have your high tea because that brings you joy. Like Mm -hmm. it's all building on itself and then that self-love turns into you literally glowing and then that attracts the people and the things into your life that are like oh fuck yeah but like literally like a moth to a flame and then you get to say are they the same light as me do I want to be attracted to their light am I attracted to their light because as you start loving yourself and as you start filling yourself up there will be true moths to the flame that like maybe don't bring you a whole lot So that's another big, like, asterisk in this. Um, Love yourself (laughs) enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, Loving yourself. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Loving yourself always your own
0: light. Yes,
1: exactly. Um, Okay. Number 32. If you admire someone, tell them. We all Mm. need support and to honor our gifts. Like, just write the random thank you note. Send the random DM that's like, hey, I really love how you show up in this space or I, I really enjoyed your take on xyz or you know I appreciate how you always have the best coats or, you know whatever it might be like share the love share the appreciation that you see other people um I do this all the time in group zoom meetings oh yes, I yes yes <laughs> I know I always I like I love how you do that in group zoom meetings because it it does just like bring a sense of love and lightness and joy into the
0: space. Um right. Yeah. It's like I notice you. I notice yeah. what you're doing. Exactly.
1: Um okay number 33. Don't ever downplay your talents. Someone admires you for them. So if you you know I'm not saying go out and brag about how good you are at Excel sheets or something unless you really want to. Um, but just don't downplay them. When someone says hey really good job at your presentation. Don't say, Oh, you know, like it was okay. I was really nervous. Say,
0: this Thank is you. such a Midwesterner thing. 100%. Like I think yeah. that like you saying this as a Michiganer and me being a Wisconsinite, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it, you, you literally cannot give a woman in the Midwest, a compliment about something she's wearing, anything that she's ever bought ever and mm-hmm. have her not tell you that she bought it on sale, sale. <laughs> like, like yeah it's- and you're just like i and where from and yeah I'm like, it's okay i don't i don't need it for me then i would have asked oh my god i yeah. love that where did you get it from exactly and not oh i really like that right but it's like every single midwestern woman ever it's like oh woman. i literally just did this i um commented on someone's christmas tree and i was like oh that they had a repeating thing like these gold feathers like okay. through it and i was like oh the gold feathers are such a neat touch my christmas tree looks freaking baller it is completed i don't need anything Yay. on it like i'm loving yeah. it yeah i don't need something you know like else yeah you gold feathers I, this year but they were like Oh, they were this much at Hobby Lobby, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you. But yeah. it also, in kind, is like, you know, the reverse on that is saying, like, oh, you like this? You can have it too. Yeah. Here's, here's your access to it, right? So it's not like there's a part that's like just devaluing everything, like that you can't have something that's of value. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's also saying, you can have it too. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You can have it too. And it, I think that that really sums up like Midwest. <laughs> 100%. Yes,
1: but you can't, and this is something I've really tried working on the last like three or well, probably more or like four or five years. Um, when someone gives me a compliment, I really try to just say, thank you. And I might yep. say, thank you. You know, that was really tough for me. If it was like a stretch or if it was like me trying something for the first time or whatever, but like I really do try to just say thank you because yeah. that is enough. No is a complete sentence.
0: Thank you is a complete response. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I think for all women everywhere, it's such a, an important lesson. 100%, yeah. Um, right,
1: number 34, a genuine conversation will mean more to someone than keeping it safe with small talk. So this like goes right into the whole saving <laughs> face thing. I hate small talk I can do it like I have that personality where I can like talk about the weather or like whatever's happening in you know local life but sweet lord, I would much rather walk up to you and be like what's the scariest thing that happened to you this week and why or what like what was your last like earth-shattering aha moment like
0: that this is why you're like a brilliant coach (laughs) 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 because that means so much more and like We're not living life
1: to accumulate surface level shit. I like at least I can tell you I'm not. I'm not living life to have a car that's a certain brand or a couch from the cool new like place to get a couch or to have whatever the latest gizmo is from Target that like everybody's hawking. I'm living life to to like watch the sunrises and the sunsets and see what my brain wants to do and see how my soul wants to express itself in my meat suit. Also, I have heard so many people call their bodies meat suits on TikTok lately that I'm like, yes, it's happening. The meat suit. Like I started this the meat suit generation, um, and that like that means so much more to people than like the comparison. Keeping up with the Joneses, bullshit. High level conversations like those don't. I don't know. I think you will you will find more genuine connection with people the more comfortable you get going deeper. And this doesn't mean like you have to disregard your boundaries.
0: Yes, I think that's so important though too, Mm -hmm. is because like you don't always what I my inner translation for what you just said Mm -hmm. about the boundaries is you don't have to bleed for anyone else. Amen. And yes, and because I definitely hit this in my growth journey is like, yes, there's there it is okay. To have surface level chats and relationships with certain people in your life, and that might change at different times. Mm -hmm. You don't have you don't have to bleed for them Mm -hmm. when he comes up to you and says, "What's the scariest thing you've overcome this week?" And you're like answering this question, yeah. So you're like, "Here's the thing, not have you know, I don't feel comfortable responding to you in that. Yeah, we don't know each other. This isn't what I owe you." Yeah. I'm just going to be like, you know, it's snowed today and mm-hmm. let's talk about that, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's fine. also right. And it's also something to say to, to know where your authenticity like is in it, mm-hmm. and where your processing is right. Mm-hmm. That communication with yourself. Mm-hmm. Am I safe to share this right now? Mm-hmm. Is this a vessel that you can, can go into? Because yeah. there are people who are not as pure hearted as Whitney, who try to go in attacking for your, your scariest moment that week. And to use that against you, right? Mm -hmm. This is, it's the, also the foundation for abusive relationships, right? Um, Which is something that people don't say outright, just like we don't call enough people in Wisconsin alcoholics. Um, we just are like, yeah, we all go drinking. And yeah. It's like, yes, because you're an alcoholic, because our state is full of alcoholics. It's like, mm-hmm. we're not, once you say it by its name, once you call it by its truth, which is what our whole journey is about, is yeah. expressing our truth. Hence, going back to number one, your intuition, right, of being in your truth, um, then we can approach it in, in that way. Um, But you also know yourself so much better through your trip by yourself and speaking your feelings and feeling your feelings and letting them move through you like all of this building through to be able to judge and engage where you're sharing of yourself and I Mm -hmm. think is a big part of it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with you. I'm also the kind of person who will have very deep and fulfilling conversations with with people because mm-hmm. that's what our human experience is all about. Yeah. But I've also learned how to say, yeah, you know what, things are fine. And yeah. that is as much as I'm going to give to you that day. 100%. But it's but it is a choice of inside of me, right? I'm not placating my life as being fine when it's not and not telling anyone, including myself. Yeah. I am knowing my boundaries, which is a whole like lesson. Exactly.
1: And I think that it doesn't have to be to the extreme either. Like Mm -hmm. this is a challenge to say, what, what different questions can I ask someone Mm -hmm. I'm just meeting aside from like, what do you do?
0: Yes. That's what, when you first said it, that's what I thought too. And it's like, it's such a more expansive conversation that you can have with. People. Yeah. Yeah. So um,
1: think of, you know, think of some, maybe less intrusive, but different questions. And what can you do? Like what was the best like live music you've seen recently or yes. um, what book are you reading right now? Mm-hmm. Like, anything like that is, is a great way to get to know somebody, but like sidestepping those, those kind of basic questions that like everybody just has their rote answers for. Right. Like you want, it, it's a way to start saying, Hey, I'm a little bit more open to like something mm-hmm. different than just, Oh, you're a lawyer too. Cool. Uh, what, what kind of law do you practice? You know, like, and this is really hard in America because we all define ourselves by what we fucking do for a living and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be that way. So just, yeah, don't be too afraid of like keeping it safe and also respect your boundaries, respect other people's boundaries. Um, and just, It it gets you out of playing the kind of default operation in life, um, which goes into number 35 perfectly. So we'll like tie this all together. Um, So number 35, last one. um, (laughs) Take time each day to be present with your surroundings. Feel the Mm. air, smell what's around you, touch the nearest surface. ground yourself, if only for a moment. And this ties into the last one where, how are you on autopilot? Yeah, You know, sometimes you're just so on autopilot. And that's why I actually blew up my morning routine because it became an autopilot thing. And I don't want to live like that. Like it's, right. n- it, you it's need to be the yourself.
0: connecting exactly. and fulfilling
1: thing that you set it out to be. Right. Exactly. So how can you not be on autopilot in conversation with other people? You know, play the small talk game differently. Don't just say, oh yeah, I'm good. Today was good. Like how was today? Really, mm, today was challenging but good. Today was mm-hmm. interesting.
0: Today was. I a spent a lot of time thinking about the character in the TV show I finished watching yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, exactly. Like right, it doesn't. Yeah. You know. Okay, well, that's a great I think thing to say. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Like what's actually going through your mind right now? Right. Like those are okay. Like it grounding yourself in the day is going to make you so much more awake, aware, and thankful. Because you're mm-hmm. realizing, oh my God, today's a day. Today is a, a space and time that we have defined that I get to go be a version of myself. Do I want to be the loving version of myself? Do I want to be the sassy version of myself? Do I want to be, you know, in a more of a studious mood? Or, you know, what do you want to be? And this ties, you know, it all ties together. Like, What does your soul need today? Maybe your soul mm-hmm. needs quiet. Maybe it needs a long walk and fresh air. Maybe your soul needs to play. So you like bust out a board game. You know, what, what does it need today? Um,
0: yeah, so that's that's the list. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, I love it, Whitney. I think it was so fun. And it's like, how can you reflect on that much time? But it's like, yes, it, it, I love these key concepts and, and how they hit you know, at different mm-hmm. points of your life journey and, and yet are still in progress, right. And are still in growth periods and mm-hmm. have become exercises mm-hmm. and, um, but, and some things you're like, yep, I'm doing this. I've done that. Right. Mm-hmm. And other ones, it's, it's like, oh, here's a, a an example. I'm doing it right now going yeah. through this process. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really great. And I think, there's a lot of lessons and, and insights and reflections in for all of us, as we can tell, because I couldn't like restrain myself from sharing in my own experiences, like with yeah. them. But, and so, I love that,
1: like, yeah, that these aren't meant, you know, these aren't, some of these are definitely universal truths. All of mm-hmm. them are truths for my life. So take mm-hmm. what resonates, leave what doesn't, you know,
0: spin it in the direction you need to spin it. And if this is, you know, if a story or example or question, you know, came up while you listeners are, are hearing this, please share with us Mm -hmm. because we love hearing your stories or your questions Mm -hmm. or where you're struggling, you know, with, (coughs) with that aspect, where did you hit like an aha moment of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't do this but I feel really challenged in doing it right now. What tips might you guys have or what is an example or can you guys expand more on on that story? Yes, we always are. We're totally happy to do it. Like send us a DM in Mm -hmm. our Instagrams, um, which are always linked. You can Mm -hmm. send it to us, you know, send it to both of us. and we'll respond because oftentimes we both have an example or we help each other remember each other's examples yes. <laughs> no. you know just yes. so helpful too yes. totally. like when we said your college experience and your engagement at the same time yes because <laughs> you know? yeah was like yeah because <laughs> we don't learn our lessons once no but too yeah there's always examples yeah right? so oh. but yeah please share your stories, your mm-hmm. aha moments, your struggles, like with us in this as well. I know yeah. I came up with even more of my own stories or examples yeah. or, or thought provoking times mm-hmm. of where I could integrate more of these things into mm-hmm. my life right now as well. So thank you, Whitney, so yeah. much for sharing your always beautiful, reflective insights with us. It's it's awesome.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's uh it's fun to be here and it's fun to be in the position of like let yourself be in the position of observing Mm -hmm. being observing your own life makes it so much more magical than plodding along in the you know carpool lane going oh my god not this again
0: yes the narrator
1: of your own journey yes Mm -hmm. zoom
0: out enjoy the view yeah. And then it's like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, because oftentimes when we have these, here's to another, you know, 35 years. Yeah. And it's oh my like, God. 70. Oh my <laughs> God. What's a, what's our podcast going to sound like when you're when we're 70, you know? Oh my God, I love um, it. and, and it's like, how is that going to be? And it's just saying it's the release of the outcome. We have mm-hmm. absolutely no idea where oh, yeah. our world is going to be. And our relationships and our technology, um, you know, when we get to that time and and, and how many more lessons we're going to, to learn and grow through in that as well. Amen. It's awesome, it's a great adventure. It is a great adventure.
1: Um, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in and listening and we will be back soon with more.
0: Thank you for joining us.
1: If you'd like to connect with us on Instagram or online, you can find our details in the show notes.
0: And remember, the mess mess is is the journey. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get this.